Hello, everybody, and welcome back to TheDestralProds.com Christmas Horror Month 2. This week, let's watch Krampus. Yeah. So long as I'm here, is dead. Here today, we have Birdie. I was going to ask if Christmas Evil was gone yet, but I guess it depends on your perspective. Christmas Evil will never leave us. It will haunt us until our dying days. There is no escape from the evil. But anyway, uh, this week we're watching Krampus. Uh, you might remember I talked about this movie last year in the movies podcast. If you uh, if you were so inclined to listen to that one, I did have my problems with it, but I overall enjoyed it. I'm getting the impression that a lot of people overhyped it because of this director's other movie, Trick or Treat. Yeah, that's kind of my that's kind of the thing that I had with it. I was just like, "Oh my gosh, Trick or Treat, dude, fuck yeah!" And then I went and saw it. I was like, "Oh, this isn't as good as Trick or Treat." Because it is very much not. But it still has the same level of production that Trick or Treat had. Which was what everyone loved. Well, one of the things everyone loved about Trick or Treat. Yeah. But yeah, like the first fucking like half of this movie is... okay. Actually, not, not the first half. About a little over half this movie is fucking perfect. The rest of it I find all kind of cliched. But anyway, you can watch this movie along with us by checking it out on an official streaming service or purchase a copy of the DVD or Blu-ray from the fine folks at Amazon. Link for both of those you can find in the description. Before we get started, Bertie, have you seen this before or is this your first time watching it? I've, I've, I've wanted to see it, but I had held off because of mixture of buzz. Okay, then. So, so this will be fresh for me, yes. Alrighty then. This will be fun. Uh, we have the movie loaded up and paused at around 42 seconds. That's right after the legendary pictures logo goes away. So you should hit play, and then it uh, kind of gets a bit into it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas with slow-mo footage of typical Black Friday shopping. So that's going to be fun. Anyway, let's get started. Are you ready, Bertie? Yes. All right. We'll be going in five, four, three, two, one, go. Aw, that's sweet. Never mind. <laughs> there it is. Oh, God, please, no. I want to die. I don't want to die. I think that guy's dead. That guy's dead. Mm. Yep. But that was actually a pretty good form of that tumble. Mm. Yeah. What's funny is that there's far less of that this year. <laughs> these days, most of these people go to Trump rallies. <laughs>
Well, you little shits, or we'll beat you when we get home. And Sanchez like, death lives here now. <laughs> I'm feeling... What have I become? Watching this, I get like overjoyed with the fact that I don't have to work retail. Oh yeah, no, I've always I've the a few times when I've had to work behind a cashier it hasn't been retail and I'm quite happy about that. Yeah, murder him. Fuck Rudolph. He's an asshole. Oh hey, she's filming she's filming correctly. <laughs> That grandma is off well, her ass tight. on drugs. <laughs> I mean, you kind of need them to do this. Okay, he had to have just picked that up, because there is no way you could walk through what just happened and have a fucking flat-screen TV in the box not bent in half. Their names are Cora, Birdie, and Deadman. What's up? God, I'm hungry. I don't know. Looking, I look at enough Christmas cookie stuff. I'm just not hungry at all. It just makes me feel ill. Dude, that shit is shortbread, though. Shortbread is the illest. Couldn't we have seen that? He's the hero of this movie. Also kind of the villain. From what I've heard, yeah. Like, the impression I'm getting of this movie is that the idea is that the kid is supposed to be the good kid who hates his family for not being in the Christmas spirit, but he's worse. Uh, not worse. He unintentionally dooms his entire family. No, because you fucked everything up, kid. Well, time for a black Christmas marathon.
I only implied it. <laughs> You're the best kind of people. <laughs> Mary Merrimus. I know, I'm a Nazi. <laughs> you see, I, I can see her celebrating Christmas Eve, uh, stomping some Jews. Yeah. You know, for our fucking German ass German ass family. That that guy doesn't look like he's high. He looks at least not on weed. It looks like he fills his bong with cocaine. Probably does. Hey, you fuckers, let us in. We're here to fuck up your family. You know how we do. Here's some kind of casserole. I'm out of shit in it. Uh, David Kickner. I can't wait to watch all of you die. Is but isn't that a problem? Like I know it's like a Christmas horror comedy, but yeah, th- this is one of the things. This you- is kind of one of the things where it's like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, but like amped up to eleven.
like I I get where we're coming from with this, but with fucking uh, this is just ridiculous. Oh, well, goddamn! I, I hate, I hate kind of everyone. Like, out of everyone here, I think there's only been, like, two not-awful characters so far. Who do you consider not-awful? Like, so far, Tony Collette just seems like she has to put up with a lot. Yeah, but she also doesn't seem all that great. But, no, no, she's a... Like, her sister seems like she just has a lot of shit to put up with. And then, I don't hate the kid. Like, that kid. He is... He's kind of up his own ass about Christmas, but he's not awful. You burped loud. Good for you. Uh, this is both a blatant plot point and vaguely annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll take that back. <sighs> I already hated the kid who's going to doom them all, but I, I just hate him far less than the rest of them.
What a wonderful story. They started it. No, it's... How did you ghost in there in the first place? This is still going. Okay, I have to ask Deadman. This movie said this this movie said it was written by three people. Are you sure this wasn't just Linearama? I'm fairly certain. Because what? this is this feels How is this family of Hicks of all fucking ninjas? I know what... Okay, this is... This is the thing I hate about modern slasher films, is that they make all the characters so hateful that you want them to die. Yeah. But that's also why I hate most horror movies. What'd I miss? Shit. Yep, when everything gets tough... Blame everyone else. To be fair, his, his entire family is pretty awful. No, they are, but I always hate this type of character that blames that because everything else is bad, they think that's not that's just always going to be bad. To be fair, you don't really share DNA because you're adopted. But either way.
Uh huh. They're trying to have a heartfelt moment. How much do you think they had to pay to include, like, the official Minecraft and Scrabble shit in there, along with Gypsy Danger? I don't know. I feel like they would have like really put it really should have like put the icing on that cake just have like the envelope to Santa give him a fucking paper cut across his tongue. So okay, so despite his dad trying to make him feel better, he just says fuck it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so he's just as bad as the rest of them. A little bit. But to be fair, with the rest of them being as bad as they are, what do you really expect? He's not Jesus. No. But the the movie's trying to portray him as... Sympathetic. Sympathetic, and he... At best, he is less openly hateful than the rest of his family. And I kind of like the dad. The dad is a bit of a stereotype but he is ultimately harmless uh the kid i do find him sympathetic like if i had to put up with that shit every year i would have fucking given up long ago but yeah so apparently ripping up a letter and throwing it into the sky summons satan yeah or his or santa's um death metal brother And it appears. Which, didn't you have a Krampus movie yet last week? Uh, kind of, yeah. Dick. Maybe it's the uh, Jackie Chan Christmas special. (laughs) I don't know how well you remember that, but... An evil Chinese wizard made um, abominable snowman minions to attack Santa. I did not know that. (laughs) Is this product placement? A little bit. Yeah, the boys in brown who leave an unmarked present that looks like a package. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) 
Dad totally didn't want boys. Totally. And then David Cook and David Kushner is no, like, I we, don't want we, it. We had that every we had it every night during Crystal Knocked. And then David Kushner's like, I don't want any of that goddamn Nazi chocolate. Well, she's dead. Oh yeah. But this is kind of where things start to get good. You mean uh basically? <laughs> it's like look at this. Like, yeah, there's a lot of, like, digital imaging in this, but all a good chunk of this is also, like, a practical set. Yeah. And then we actually get our first look at Krampus. Hmm. And it is yeah. kind of great. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Michael Doherty. You came to this movie for the creature effects. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> So Santa hawked out. Oh, hell yeah. He's been hitting the juice. <laughs> One year, somebody left him a thing of whey protein, and then he just fucking went to town. <laughs> Oh, DHL, save me. Or not. Okay, how much time passed between when... It's a magic Oh, wait, I've seen Dress World. I know how this goes. (laughs) Yeah. Also, this is magic. Yeah. So he could have froze the second he fucking left the house. Other problems with the movie aside, God bless us for having, God bless Michael Doherty for fucking keeping practical monsters alive. And like, good. To an extent.
Because Krampus did a Superman uh, thing. Also, is that a fucking goat of Mendez on her goddamn coat? I can't tell. Right under her hair. Looks like a fucking pentagram goat. So, let's see how fucked is she? Barely fucked. (laughs) I know how the Joker works. He's about to explode. I know how this goes. I've seen demon puppets. <laughs> guess I picked the wrong... I guess it's the Dilophosaurus scene from Jurassic Park 1. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> ah, shit. The breeding. Probably got him that bargain underwear from fucking Walmart. You got 17 pairs of tidy whities for just $10. And Dorothy's bumping rails in the bathroom. kind of hard to get this shit and have it be like real after what happened yeah you were just saying that Oh, shut up. You are in two and a half men for years. Okay, another annoying thing. They just kind of randomly pick what things we want her to know we're saying. Yeah. Oh, you just doomed your family. Even more so than they already were. Yeah. At least he didn't say he was two days from retirement. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, in Silent Hill Shattered Memories... Does this guy have, like, a direct feed to Fox News in his brain? I mean, probably. <laughs> I think would be more of a Toby Keith guy than Bing Crosby. It's symbolic. Uh-oh. That goddamn German engineering on those snowplows. Picking up and driving a fucking Chevy snowplow and that shit would be fucking cleared up all by, by now already. I tell you what. Only the people are gone. The presents are left unmolested. Say hey, a weird thing. Guy's gone. B- bonus side, free presents. <laughs> I know he's not a smart man, but why is that? Why is that a trope now? Why is that a trope? Of, I, don't, I don't. Why is that a trope of fucking like? Oh, hey, look, the window got broken out. No, it didn't. Got broken in. And now we're in Resident Evil Christmas Edition. Also, was Santa bleeding from the head in that candle? Oh, no, that was the wax. It was symbolic. Okay. Santa's coming, and he's pissed. With hooves. Maybe it's Gremlins. (laughs) Oh, wait, that'd be a better movie. Yeah. And that'd be an actually more enjoyable story about a kid forlorn about losing faith in Santa Claus. (laughs) God damn squirrels. Fuck God, what the fuck? Uh, uh, well, I guess they're maybe the Resident Evil squirrels. Yeah, they're B.O.W.'s.
What route did they take? They didn't run into the DHL truck. I don't know. That is a thick-ass gingerbread man. Or they're into the fucking Hot Topic Christmas line. Oh, goody. He didn't just doom his family. He doomed the entire neighborhood. Yeah. Ho, ho. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God. The Dark Lord has come. Is it weird that this movie, which has a narrative, has less story than the anthology story? No, it has a story. But it has it, it, it has less story and less character than uh, that movie. Well, the anthology also has like nine different stories. Yeah. Yeah, but, the, all, and, the, but they all tie together. Yeah, it's... This <laughs> is a really simple thing. Just... Hey, Christmas is here. This family sucks. Now they're going to die. Yep. It's a goddamn snow snake. But like thinking of this movie, this movie is rough, but it does get a lot of credit where it's due. Like, like when is like when's the last time a major studio release movie has had the has had like the uh, has had the you know drag a person through some kind of fucking dust into a hole after some weird fucking Jaws shit. Yeah, no, I'll I'll give it credit that it's well made. I just wish was better that the the production values were matched by an equally interesting story. Yeah, or at least with one or two likable characters.
Well, they do. It's just different kinds of bears. I'm also drunk off my ass. Shut up. You know, that would mean a lot more if we could understand what she was saying. Yeah. (laughs) What are you, kid? I thought it was a gang thing when that when that creature dragged me under the snow. You know, Crips and Bloods have started recruiting sandworms. Well, David Kushner is the voice of reason. That is a first. Hey guys, it appeared demons have invaded Christmas, so we're all fucked. Oh, that's what you want when you're scared. Rankin-Bass movies. No, that, it's worse. That's a, that's a knockoff Rankin-Bass movie. <laughs> okay, this movie has got me way too hungry. I need to make something. I'm going to fucking pass out. I'll be right back, everybody. I, uh... 
What? Don't we, don't we look alone with this? Well, that's... I mean, are you just like, going to leave and cook for 20 minutes? Because I'm not going to be able to talk this shit out by myself. No, I'm going go no, to just... go and make a sandwich. Like, there's peanut butter sandwich. I'll be back in like, I'll be back in like two minutes. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, but I fucking need to, dude. I'm actually on the verge of passing out. Ugh. Being an ass. Yeah, and it's your fault, dumbass. (laughs) She doesn't like that the Jews survived. She may have created Krampus. Right now, I'm good for nothing but shooting and maybe hollering. Maybe asking where the Jews are. (laughs) Oh, thanks, asshole. Back, what did I miss? Uh, attempts at making hateable characters likable before they die. Well, it appears got right back in time for symbolism. The fire and the iPad dying is symbolic for that, the fact that they're going to die. Oh, right, the worst monsters in the movie.
Well, that's a big hook. Big hook for a big catch. They're going kid fishing. I smell food. Oh my god, is that is is that literally fishing? Sloth love chunk. Sloth love food. Sloth is only pawn in food eating game of life. You need to get him tested or get him on like a leash or something. Well, considering how willing he was to drink alcohol, he might have fetal alcohol syndrome. It doesn't seem like she'd be an alcoholic, though. It doesn't seem like she'd, like, drink while pregnant. Like, I don't know. Duh. So let's see how bad this is. Come on. Come on. Oh, dear. Yep. That's... Can't take that seriously. Yep. And the comedy sound effects don't help either. Yep. As you up, you just hear... <laughs> Feels like we're a couple bits away from going... A little bit. Hey, everyone's fucking giving it. Well, that was quick. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you can't, can't, can't really be scared by that. No, you cannot. <laughs> and I realize it's a comedy horror movie, but. There's got to be a balance. But this, but, but this is not a scary scene, or at least it's not trying. Yeah, like to be. fucking Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That's a horror comedy. Yeah. And see what it needed to do was it need to hit him square in the head and then go bonk. Then the horror would have come. Sadly, it's not your fault. It's the most likely. Okay, A, yes, and B, fuck you. But it just this adds the question: Why? Why couldn't we understand all of her dialogue up to this point, except when they wanted us to? 
Because shut up. <laughs> because it was in Nazis. <laughs> yeah, now we're in a... <sighs> this is a... Did Laika co-write a part of this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, little girl. Want to give us some bread? Yeah, yeah. Merry fucking Christmas. Well, it's their own damn fault for sending a fucking five-year-old to get bread from the fucking bread line. And then you find a door that leads to a magical dimension where your family loves you, but they have button eyes. Okay, for a second, like the layering of the like the layering of the two D buildings made it look like the buildings had all just been fucking bombed out already. Yeah. Point credit where credit's due. This is well. Made. Yeah, this is all really good. It's just. doesn't feel necessary <laughs> it feels like this is another thing where like all the effort went into the production design and how it looks and not into the story yeah also from what we learned how is she still alive um, don't worry about it Because we need someone to explain the story. Why? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it looks like potentially the fuck up here was the producers and other writers. Because looking at that, looking at Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat was... Like like produced by produced by Brian Singer, but written and directed solely by Doherty. Then you get into Krampus. It has four producers, including Doherty, and then two other writers. Have you seen the shit that is happening out there? Evil Santa is the least stupid thing. Kid, you got, dude, you got pulled under the snow by something that bit, almost bit your leg off. Shut the fuck up. What the? Okay, is this another problem with the writing that the characterization is wildly inconsistent? 
A little bit. Like once the uh <laughs> Like this 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 stinks of the character stuff needs to happen for the sake of the plot, and that's I hate that. Look, I get I get where they're coming from with that scene. It's just they didn't do any of the lead up. No. Like what like what needs to happen, it needs to uh you need to like see him get like slowly more and more crazy. Not just not just oh yeah. I'm kind of a dumb idiot and then all of a sudden he's fucking pulling guns on people. Okay, yeah, fair point. I'm gonna fucking die. And Graham's just like, I told you, bitches. Yeah. What is the point of an advent calendar that don't give you shit? Oh god, no, no, don't switch back to German now. That's that's just annoying. Well thanks. Thank <laughs> Now I know why uh, Christoph Waltz said, Well th- this is Austria and we are, you know, a staunch Catholic country. That means we believe in suppression and violence and you know, torture. <laughs> Well, there's an image. (laughs) Yeah. I saw the gingerbread man. I couldn't catch him though. He was so fast. Okay, why is she doomed? She seems to be in the Christmas spirit enough. Well, be a decent the, person in her that's heart, the, kind that's of. The thing about this, that's the thing about this plot, is that it paints in such broad strokes for the sake of the plot. A movie like this, to really be invested in it, you kind of need more in-depth characterization. And I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> also, some, like, concrete rules... 
Yeah. So did the other Krampus movie have? I mean, I know what the twist was, but did it follow rules as far as you could tell? Uh, maybe. Uh, like Krampus. He was basically he's, Krampus was basically a ghost of vengeance. Just if somebody was wronged around Christmas time, then Krampus got summoned into a person. Hell yeah, I am, dude. My Eagle Scout training will kick in. As I recall, that Jack in the Box was one of the most terrifying things in the market. Oh yeah, he is still a still a pretty decent effect. Yeah. Also, in comparison to the other Krampus movie, this movie does a pretty decent job of making Christmas music sound kind of horror-ish. Yeah, well, it's, I'll give it this. It's got great atmosphere, if nothing else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, this... Other problems... I, th- I think the thing proved that being... I think the thing, the, the thing proved that being trapped somewhere in the cold and snow, isolated, is one of the scariest things ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And you being Canadian would probably know that better than I would. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Especially now that I'm out here in the boonies. <laughs> I know it would probably take us because of that thing we did to the kids in the bathroom. And another thing I do gotta kinda do kinda gotta give this movie like Writing notwithstanding, the kids aren't bad actors. No, the, the, I don't think anyone in this is really a oh, bad no. actor. It's, it's just, just writing isn't that great. The, the writing is... Wow, you guys are dumb. Give more of a shit? She's from Two and a Half Men. She's giving as much shit as she's physically capable of. It is your fault. To be fair, who thought who thought tearing up a letter would summon those fucking satanic arms of Christmas? <laughs> Smart dog. Smart dog. God, I miss having a dog.
Welcome to the attic scene. You guys are fucked now. Great tension. Good lighting. I wish found footage movies understood that this is how you're supposed to light a film, even if you're minimizing what you see. Yeah, it's dark, but we can still fucking see shit. Yeah. Somebody broke into the presence. No, they didn't. The presence broke out. Who the fuck gives a tin of gingerbread man cookies as a fucking Christmas present? Stop, don't, come <laughs> back. <laughs> For a second I thought the baby noise was part of the horror sound effects. It kind of helps, actually. <laughs> My God, they're in the vents. That is an elaborate (laughs) gingerbread house. Actually, kind of interesting thing with the, uh, like the attic scene. They're actually kind of blowing out the lights a bit in order to help mask what's happening in the darkness. Yeah. Well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a proper reaction. Jesus. And away I go. That's what you get for buying those machine nail guns. Is it more? Oh God, not these things again. Okay, I'm, that's another cliche I'm sick of. Nail guns don't shoot nails. Yeah, like there's a there's a safety mechanism on them to keep that from happening. <laughs> How the hell could you lose sight of a nine foot long fucking Joker coming out of a box that makes noise all the time? Because it's Batman. Well, fuck. Hark the herald, angels sing as they scream, and you will die. (laughs) (laughs) Teddy bears. 
bouncing everywhere and at your face! That's how lanterns work, right? Just. <laughs> I wish they would stop cutting to the gingerbread men because it's kind of deflating yeah, the like scene. Other monsters. Like. that That's terif- yeah, terrifying. That shit's great. <laughs> and it's also all practical, too, but then fucking. Welcome back to our Let's Watch of Toy Soldiers. Meanwhile, in a different movie. Really, ninja gingerbread men? Oh, come on. That dog's probably going to die or get really sick from eating a gingerbread man and a candy cane and fire. You know that scene from the new Guardians trailer where Drax is stabbing his way out of the gut of that alien? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'm not usually one for the killing of animals, but that would be actually a pretty good bit. Actually help kind of make the... uh, Help kind of make the fucking gingerbread men slightly creepy. Yeah, throw it down where the rest of the family is. Okay, that thing was scary before, but now it's kind of hard to take seriously. (laughs) Mmm, slimy. Well, Tony, if you hadn't taken time for the one-liner, you might have gotten there in time. Yeah, also, fuck you. Just say fuck. (laughs) Oh, God. So thanks for that, but we don't have any more bullets, so... Fuck. <laughs> Guys, what's going on? <laughs> Am I going to have to emote? I haven't left this chair. I haven't left this chair the entire day we've been filming. Yes, I do. (laughs) You really don't. (laughs) Also, you definitely do want to know. If you don't know, then you'll be more surprised. (laughs) 
Uh, the dog's going to die. You just killed that dog. Yep. Also, how, how, how the hell did that dog climb? Thanks. The magic of not on screen. <laughs> did they build their vents like fucking video game vents? Where it's like, where it's like going upstairs? Well, yeah, don't, don't you? Yeah, like going upstairs is just like a fucking incline instead of a straight up thing. Yeah. Just like Resident Evil 1, this, this house is right above the hive. Oh, fuck. God damn it. This shit happens every year. Mm-hmm. Here's an idea. Shoot it. Is it just me or does that thing kind of look like Chucky's wife? A little bit. Just a tiny bit. Oh, no. Then meanwhile, the Berenstein's fucked up, fucked up cousin is here. Oh, now you do something? Paul! Oh, good. The wild hunt's here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Run. It's elves. And a plague doctor, apparently. This baby has lost the Christmas spirit, therefore it is doomed. Doomed! Okay. That that was in the movie, yes, right? Yes, it was. That I I can't Oh, no. That was in the movie. I I think Gremlins was scarier than this. It was because it didn't try to go full horror. This keeps trying to go full horror and then just intercutting it with stupid fucking like high pitched cartoon noises and then and
Too late. And you're all yep. about to die. Also, next year we're converting to Judaism. The entire family. Yeah. Circumcisions all around. Though knowing that knowing this family's luck, they're all gonna die of golems. <laughs> why? There's a giant hole in the house. Yeah, I, I can't really take the drama of this scene seriously. <laughs> remember when you were out there for like? Remember see, when you were out the- there for like four minutes and you got almost got frostbite? Frostbite. And it's just getting. And now you're out there without a hat. Yeah. I can't really take the horror of this scene seriously. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the weird bouncing back and forth between cartoonishly silly and cartoonishly horrifying. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) But you see what I'm saying? Where like, like almost half this movie is like fucking fantastic. Oh yeah, no, like if it weren't for the bad tonal shifts and the cast of inconsistently written, unlikable characters, this would be a great movie. Like if they had made this like it had went like straight horror for this. Yeah. I think the comedy aspect is what kind of killed it. Like like those characters, they're written that way because it's a comedy. But yeah. like this shit right here. Yeah. This motherfucker is great. Oh yeah. But like give us some more defined rules about how Krampus works. Yeah, that's the thing. There's much effort when it went into the direct the direction and pro- and production of this thing. It didn't go into the script. No, it did not. Like it felt like like the in um and like you said, inconsistent writing. But the despite having nine different stories, the writing felt so much stronger in Trick or Treat. <laughs> it kind of had to, otherwise it was just a mess. Like it needed to, like you need to have the nine stories be like interesting yeah. enough to keep people watching, and then also tie them all together. Yeah. With this, it's just one story written by three people. Yeah. So a sign of just a slightly how bad it's going to be when we have to watch a Power Rangers movie written by six people. <laughs> Happy birthday, Deadman. 
I'm going to have to watch that. Stop looking back, you idiots. You know what's back there. To be fair, that's a horror thing. Move! No, dude, don't kill it. Catch it. You can train it and ride it. He's not the Quizak Hatterack. <laughs> Why can't he just move with them and just provide cover? Because drama. Because this, this seems just like, okay, well, we've gotten to the end and we haven't killed off everyone yet. I guess we have to just pick them off one by one pretty quick now because we've only got 20 minutes. Pretty much. Left. Also, I think he's got uh, Chris Redfield's shotgun ammo. <laughs> well, Cox. <sighs> that thing's not going to start. No, no, it isn't. Like, I don't know if you've ever tried starting a car in the fucking freezing cold. It's not easy. Like, I had a fucking car that... We have a car that we keep in the garage. And it gets cold enough at winter that it actually has a hard time starting. Yeah. If you had gotten in the car, you wouldn't have died. Well, no, they would have. It just would have taken a little longer. As far as I know, these things can't drag cars down. Yeah, but, you know, like, narrative of the film, everyone has to die. But you wouldn't have died right there in par- as part of a fucking triple kill. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. That's a decent line. I don't care. Also, notice how the music really died down for this. Yeah, also, and also, the the strobe lighting starting to get a little irritating. Why did it do that? Because Monster. But aren't they? Monsters have no allegiance. Yo, was good, kid. Happy Kwanzaa. I brought your Christmas celebration. I brought it all! Oh my god, you mean that thing I said earlier about me causing it was actually true? 
I guess the last ten minutes of this movie is watching this unlikable little shit come to terms with the fact that he's just as bad, if not worse, than the rest of his family. Yay. Seems it'd be like great the, to, uh, cover for a death metal album. It would actually be really great if this movie ended with a kid like walking up and then just like accepting a mask and becoming an elf. Maybe I don't know. It's... Like I think that would have been a better ending than the ending we got. Yeah. It's a little late for that kid. <laughs> This is not the kind of movie that... Oh, right, I remembered this ending. Yeah. Well, great, I summoned the... I opened a portal to hell. Dope. You just imagine if it was like the kid just kind of walks up, just screams, hey, and then it cuts to a year later, and we just see the kid with like the fucking bell around his neck or whatever, dressed up like an elf, killing somebody else's family. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know what tone this ending was going for. It was going for horror movie ambiguity. Ambiguity, sorry. Ambiguity's not a word. Now you give the order, Max. Throw her in, or let her live. How do you know we can fix this? Yeah, like, was that ever established? Oh, look, he has goat eyes. Like the devil. Now slit his throat. Yeah, the tone is trying to say, oh, don't worry, it will totally be okay. Just... God, this movie's a mess. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And what power do you have over the ancient dark spirit of Christmas? You have no power here. See you in hell, child. (laughs) 
Okay, and actually that's another script writing error I noticed. We don't know what Christmases used to be like for them. Well, he says it gets worse every year, so at one point it was good. Yeah, but they never show that, so it's kind of hard to... And, okay, and this is the no-one-cares fake-out, right? A little bit. Oh, hey, Robot Chicken. What I if kinda... this was just a giant Robot Chicken bit? <laughs> that was amusing! <laughs> Oh my god, we have power again. I can finally tweet about this. Uh, I don't know what it is about horror movies, but bad movies in general, bad endings just leave a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, you notice how it even has the same kind of like soft focus to it that the ending of Nightmare on Elm Street did? Yeah. And that movie also had a stupid twist ending. <laughs> That's why I pointed it out. Okay, well, I mean, I wasn't there for that riff, so... No, that's why I pointed it out here, right now. Okay. The soft focus. Like, at the end of fucking Nightmare on Elm Street, the entire movie had a fucking soft focus over it until the lady got fucking... until the dummy got pulled through the window. You don't know what a sugar plum fairy is. So apparently Christmas is being like they used to still had Aunt Dorothy getting fucking sauced off her ass. Yeah. Yeah, no, like I don't get this ending. We're all in hell. Yes, we're all in hell. In a fucking Folgers commercial. What would be a good ending for this movie? Because either either this ending would suck, or the fake out the fake out ending that's actually it would suck. I I still think it would have been a decent ending if Max had fucking joined sides with Krampus. Yeah, maybe. Would have required him to hate his family a lot more than actually was in it. Like, what if they what if they had like shown throughout the movie that his family like was getting progressively worse? Because like every there's like every kind of bullshit thing they had like pent up inside them they were just keeping like com- they were just keeping like compressed for the sake of like just public opinion that just all started coming out and then he realized oh wait my family is actually terrible we never had good times everything's horrible let me join you yeah but that would have required a depth of character writing that this didn't have but a depth of character writing that uh that uh trick or treat did have oddly enough yeah. What the <laughs> hell? They're all remembering the horrible things they went through, I guess. I don't know. 
Did he take the whole neighborhood? It looked like that, and I'm not clear why. Yeah, like, fucking, this kid killed, was responsible for the deaths of, like, dozens of people. Oh, never mind, it was just his house. Was the neighborhood the rest of the snow globes? I guess, because he killed everyone. Not clear why he killed everyone, based on the rules they establish. Mazel tov! Well, that ending sucked. Yeah, this movie is a bit not is a bit worse than I remember it being. But a lot I of my points. Pa- unfortunately, I think once you get past the the feelings of how good the production design and the creature designs are, you have to focus on the story. Yeah, and that leaves you, no pun intended, angry and cold. <laughs> Yeah, like the dog's name is Thor. Yeah, like I think some of the points I made at the top of this do kind of stand. Like, like they're like production production design wise, this movie is fucking almost flawless. Yeah, no, I can't disagree with you. And like, with the exception of the gingerbread men, the creatures were kind of like top to bottom pretty great. Yeah, but the gingerbread men are indicative of one of the biggest problems with the movie is that the horror comedy tonal shifts don't work. Not at all. They are... They swing hard. <sighs> and it's not like horror comedies can't work. No, like I, I mentioned something earlier. Fucking Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. That movie's great. Yeah, but in that case, the comedy is kind of integrated into the horror. The, these scenes feel like it, it's it can't get both at once. Yeah, it was it's also either funny or scary. <laughs> yeah, it was also like it was mostly comedy and then built up to the real horror stuff. Like that, like that, like moments of horror with like them first going into the cabin, or and or like uh with the or like with the kids driving up and then seeing fucking Tucker and Dale before they before we get to meet Tucker and Dale characters. But then after that, it was just mostly comedy, and then it built up to the horror, and the horror itself was comedy. It was all really well integrated into itself and built naturally to the big climax at the end of fighting a fucked up frat boy with an axe. This is, hey, what if we did a National Lampoon's movie with like half the subtlety and then try to make it a horror movie? Yeah. But yeah. Thank God for joining uh, us. Uh, this week marks the uh, final week of our regular run of podcasts. Uh, we'll still be having two commentary tracks coming out next week and the week after. Uh, with next week being Silent Night. And then following that on December 30th, we have Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowmen. Which, based on the th- based on the track record of what we've been watching will be the best movie we watch this month. 
But yeah, from the 18th to the... too cheap for Sci-Fi Channel. But yeah, from the 18th to the 1st, we're going to be taking that time off. The end of the year stuff. And then we'll be back with podcasts on the week of January 1st. Yeah, so thank you all for joining us. Uh, yeah, this is, I guess, the final real thing for our for our yearly production schedule. Yeah, we'll be seeing you guys for the last two weeks of the year, but till then, I'm dead. Uh, and I'm the not-so-merry birdie. And we'll see you guys next time. Merry Christmas. Fuck the new year. <laughs>